Hello and welcome to Positive Talks. I'm your host, Christina. I really hope you're doing well this week. I am doing quite well. I have enjoying my time right now with no classes at all. So it's been really nice to just relax and actually have some good sleep because my body has been so tired from this last semester that just wrapped up. So if you're still in the semester system, because my school is really different, I hope that you are able to stay grounded and that you'll get through this and you're almost at the finish race and you got this. But yeah, I have been enjoying it in this week of just sleeping in and just having that rest that my body really needed the last couple of weeks because April was such a crazy month. But I'm excited for this week's episode as I'm also in the journey of finding a job. So I kind of wanted to show you guys some tips and tricks of what I have learned through my own process of finding a job. So in today's episode is how to find a job. So let's get started, shall we? So for me right now, I'm currently not working. I was a full-time student last semester, so a lot of my classes kind of conflicted with people flexibility or people wanting you to be there and I had to choose school over work with a lot of places because it was my last semester and I didn't want to prolong it anymore because to be honest I was just tired I just wanted to be done with school and then get into the workforce um, before my other semester starts up in August with my bachelor's degree. So right now I'm currently in the search of finding a job. So in this episode, I'm going to give you some tips and tricks of my own journey of finding a job and what it has taught me and what I can give you that benefited me from having my other jobs. And now that I'm going through the process all over again, I can help you with that as well. And if you're currently in the same journey as me, whether, you know, you're planning to leave your current job or you're planning to get a second job, I hope this episode helps you. And even though you may be struggling right now, you won't forever. There's a light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm a firm believer in that. So, as of right now, I'm currently jobless. <laughs> um, nothing exciting about that. And um, it's been kind of quite frustrating. I do have money saved up and I do have something to help me um, out right now, which is really nice. And I'm so thankful and supportive of the money that I do have still. And that is coming as well. But it's something that I realized that I do need a job and I'm excited to been applying to different places and I little get out of my comfort zone. It's something that kind of scares me a little bit because in my second job that I had, I had this horrible, mean boss that anything that I would wear, anything that I would do, anything that I would say, she would criticize me. And ever since then, I guess I just had this traumatizing way of thinking that every job or every boss is going to be like that. So for a while, it took me a really long time to let go of that mindset, let go of that hurt. Because that boss really just made me feel shitty. It made me feel like my work 
performance wasn't good enough. And that was only my second job. So still having these triggers, even though I have healed from that, it still kind of does affect me some way. And it really is such a huge thing when you have a boss that just constantly criticizes you. So always be careful about the workforce trauma I've learned. So in order to find a job nowadays, it's pretty easy to find a job. You can go on Craigslist, although you have to be careful on that. Go on Indeed or go on Facebook and you can like word of mouth or just see and search for yourself through groups. For me personally, I like using Indeed or um, word of mouth with other teachers that have had jobs or no centers that are hiring. That's what I basically do. And my child development um, classes, we all kind of added each other on Facebook and then we created a group where there are new centers open and there are people in the area who need subs or people who need, you know, somebody to come work with so it's pretty cool to have that cohort of child development um people that i met through my journey at the college who started that group in order to help um other people get a job so it's really nice um so yeah so that's one of the facts that i have helped me finding a job another thing that has helped me is also updating my resume which I highly suggest if you have not. Um, it's important to have a good resume. That way people can see that your work experience, your volunteer experience, if you don't have a work experience, also it's important to have your clubs and all your education on there. Having a resume is not that hard as it seems. It's really funny to me when a lot of people go on Facebook, I don't know how to make a resume, or is this how the resume looks like? I'm like you've had a job and you don't know how to have, make a resume like how does that even you know work but i think it's really easy to um make a resume you can go on google and uh, google docs and do the templates on there and just create your own resume think of how you will present yourself to a new person don't talk about your whole life story talk about your goal statements talk about your education and your work history or your volunteer history if you don't have a work history it's also important to include references i wouldn't say if you don't have professional references people that you have worked with then you can maybe try to see if you can add um, friends that will give you a good word about you i wouldn't say maybe um you know, someone that you just hung out twice, that would be like someone I would want on there. I would also ask for their permission before including them in the resume because you don't want somebody calling you from a company and they're like, hey, we're calling for like Jessica. So how do you know Jessica? You're like, wait, I don't know Jessica for that long. So always be careful on, you know, who you add as your reference and make sure you let that person know that hey i'm adding you to my reference they may or may not call you half of the time they usually don't call you but then there are those companies or schools sites that will call that person just to make sure that they say who they are which is really interesting to me another thing that i have learned is 
when you are searching for a job, whether it be a company or a school site, be important to look at the mission and the about me section of the school or the company. Let's say it's JCPenney's and let's say it's like Abraham Lincoln High School or something. I don't know. And just look at the high school. Look at what you think about the teachers. Think about what they, the district, look at all of that information. JCPenney's, look at their mission statement. Look at everything that they have, what they want from their employees, the benefits that they give to employees when they are from part-time to full-time if they have insurance think of with the teacher if you're a teacher do they have great insurances do they have the 401k plan do they have all that once you look at that and if you think that's right for you then go ahead and apply when you apply and whether i'm going to keep using um jc for jc if it says sales associate or if it's a school site, if you're applying for an after-school program or a um, preschool teacher, make sure you read the requirements for the position. Don't just apply because you think you might it be might be easy and then you quit two weeks later. That does not look good on you. Just because it might seem, oh, it's not that hard. <laughs> Read it like twice so you can think, hmm, maybe I should apply or maybe I should add it to my wish list. Something like that. Once you do that, if you know somebody at that school or that company, make sure you talk to them, see how they like it. If you don't know anybody, try to see it how you would feel about working there yourself. Try to imagine yourself working there. And if you can, great, apply. Another thing that I have done is take my time when I'm applying to jobs. What I mean by that, just because there's a preschool job or just because there's a sales job open doesn't mean that it's for you. Realize what you want, what kind of an environment you want to work in. And not only that, but also realize if this is right for you, not for your friend, not for your family, for you. If it's going to make you happy. Secondly, I feel like after applying, if you don't hear anything, I think it's a good opportunity to call the company. As for schools, it's a little, it takes a little time for them because you have to go through this whole screening process. Usually when you apply on EdJoin, which is a teacher um, national website with job postings, it's not only just, they have classified jobs on there, and then they have, like, you know, you have credentials and all that stuff. Um, usually, they have, like, where says district viewed. Just because they viewed it doesn't mean that they're going to pick you for an interview. You're still in the screening process, or they decide to move forward. You're going to either get an email from the district, or you're going to get a phone call. And if you don't get a phone call or an email, I would just wait it out a couple more days and if you're still like I really want this position call up the human resource center at the school district and the main school district not the school district office unless you want to and you can do that and that's the same thing for JC Penney's I'm just using that as an example you can apply like anywhere and be like hey I'm interested in your position 
I saw that my application was looked at or I'm just checking in because I'm really interested. Um, are you guys still hiring? If so, what is the status of my application? You could say something like that. And they'll be like, at this time, we're going to move forward with somebody else because we saw another candidate. Sure, I'll look at your application and then we look at it and then I'll get back to you. And you're going to either get one of the two answers. So it goes both ways. If you really want something, you have to put in the work yourself and they will put the work in it as well. That's what I learned. And at the end of the day, if you don't get that job that you want, it's okay because maybe it wasn't meant for you at that time and something else is going to be better for you. Just like with dating and friendships, you know, same thing as it is with the job. Another thing that I have learned with job hunting right now is making sure your cover letter is great. That is if your job requires one, making sure that in your cover letter you're explaining who you are, why you're interested in the position, and why they should call you back, and why you're excited to, you know, do the position. Don't just be like, oh my god, you know, really explain yourself, but not too much. Another thing, if you are also applying for a teacher position on EdJoin, make sure your account is up to date with transcripts and, you know, resume and your CPR information, all of that, because the district is going to see that once they see that they have all your units and child development and all of that, they're going to think, okay, we're not going to just screen her and do this. We're going to call her for an interview. So once you have all your information, you know, like your resume, your professional um, people that who are going to call you, this can include friends too if you've never worked. And once you have everything listed down that they need, they're going to call you because they see that you really want the job. You want to present yourself in a way where like, okay, she wants a job, not someone sloppy that has like three lines on a resume that is like, okay, well, she probably doesn't want her job. And also another thing, if you're planning to give your resume, it's important to also go into the store. This is different for the district because districts do different things. But try to go to the store and see if you can speak to the manager and see if you can give your resume to the manager and be like, hey, I'm really interested. Sometimes they'll take your resume, maybe ask you a couple questions then, or they'll just look at it and say thanks and call you for an interview, or maybe not. It just depends. Another thing that I want to talk about is interviews. When you get ready to go for your interview, it's important to be presentable. First impressions matter. And be on time. I would say be at least 10 minutes early if possible. Because you want to present yourself that you can do the job. And that your timing is important to yourself and to them because you don't want them to be like late because that's bad already. And it just shows that you don't want the job. And also dress nicely as well because this is an interview. Remember, don't be nervous when you go into an inter interview. Be yourself. Take a deep breath. 
and think of meeting with a new friend. You know, when you meet with somebody new or a new friend, you're so excited to talk to them. You're so excited to talk about yourself. And they're just going to ask you a couple questions like, tell me about yourself. Why do you think we should hire you for this position? What do you know about this position? And if it's in child development, they're going to ask you, tell me about yourself. What is your experience in working with kids? And they're going to ask you scenario questions. And after scenario questions, they're going to ask you, um, you know, if you have any questions for them. Think of, you know, just making conversation with these people and making sure you have good eye contact and good communicative skills when you go into the interview because you want to seem that you're confident. Even if you have to fake it, fake it, and then once you do, you'll feel like you're actually being confident. And when you go in, walk with your posture, being like you're confident. Don't, like, be all slag and anything. Walk tall. and just think like I'm gonna own this interview and have everybody looking at you and you'll be okay and just smile and you'll either get a phone call or an email. For most school districts you usually get an email and then you'll get um you'll get an email on your adjoining like congratulations. Um I believe for sales and all other interviews they like tell you there or if they like have to wait um, you'll know right away. They'll be like, congratulations, welcome aboard, and such. And then they'll tell you, like, your orientation, and then when you need to come in, fill out forms, or if you need to do a drug test, and all that stuff, and then you get started, and then so on and so forth. I think it's really important to realize that doing a job search is not only frustrating and hard, but it's also hard to on the person who's doing the interviewing because they want to make sure they have the right candidate for the position and for the job. Someone that they see as responsible and reliable and trustworthy and that they can be there is basically what comes down to the bottom line of, you know, having a job. Another thing that I want to talk about it's something that I learned from my first job is that anytime when there's conflict arising in a job environment, don't quit your job. Take a deep breath. Either be like, okay, I'm not going to deal with the situation right now until I feel better or like better meaning in a better mindset when I'm not going to get upset and like quit my job or get fired. I think it's important to have a conversation with the boss or a coworker, whoever you're having a conflict, but in a timely matter where you feel like you're in a good mindset, where you're not going to be rational, and also where you're being self-aware of yourself and your emotions. And when you do this, just politely talk to them. You're like, hey, Betty Sue. I know me and you are having this situation right now. I don't know why we have this misunderstanding. I don't know why you're feeling like I, I mean you can't get along. Can we fix this and resolve this? And if you can't fix it or resolve it because of whatever reason, just be the bigger person and be cordial. Because at the end of the day, this is your job. You need to pay your bills and you want to enjoy your life. 
Betty Sue, she's there doing the same thing, but unfortunately, Betty Sue cannot be the bigger person. So you, you're going to be the bigger person. Until a new job opens up, do not quit until you have a new job lined up. And that's something that I kind of wish I learned in my early years now that I'm going back into the workforce. Just because Betty Sue says something doesn't mean that you need to take it to heart unless it's really bothering you. And if it is, just pull them aside privately and quietly and see if you can resolve a conflict issue. And like I said, if you can't, just be, you know, cordial. I think with a job, there's always going to be people that you don't want to work with or be around with. But at the end of the day, we kind of have to have a job to live, to do things, to travel, to buy food, to do anything, to have money is basically why we need a job is to, you know, to live. And at the end of the day, whether we get along with a coworker or not, we just have to be cordial and be the bigger people. And if it's still bottom line that if they're still bothering you, harassing you, there's HR. And I really hope there is. <laughs> I know with the school districts, there are HR. And I'm sure with any sales or corporate, I'm sure they might have HR too. And with that, I hope it gets fixed. I think sometimes when we have a bad situation or a bad work environment, we tend to get scared and not look for another job because we feel like we won't have a good uh, work performance because of our previous job and our previous boss and co-workers. But not every job is going to be like that. Yes, there are shitty people in this world, but you also have to realize that you have to live and have to worry about yourself and not everybody else. And know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel and that things will be okay. And and if you're still having job conflict, apply to a different job, but don't quit without having a job line up. And that is something that I have learned you know, and it's important because it shows really who you are through your character. And sometimes people may not call you back. Sometimes people might not want to work with you because of your job, your job um, track. And it's important to not quit jobs here and there and have certain time jobs and or having no work history as well. So really think about it. Really become self-aware in your own way and how you handle your own situations and conflicts and communication because that really does present yourself in your work environment. I'm going to leave you with a quote for this week's episode and it's going to be, if you find a job you love, you'll never have to work again. If you, if you find a job you love, you'll never have to work again. I said that twice because at the end of the day, we just want to work where a place we would like to love and be at and not think of it as a job and just do your job and have your bills and everything and travel. That's all we want to do. And just remember that your job is the reason why you're still trying and living. Without a job, you can't really do much. And just remember that 
you matter and that you'll get through anything that happens at your job or outside of your job and you will be all right. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I have enjoyed recording it and talk soon and we'll talk soon and take care.